and Manny didn't play at all, and we saw what the Colts was. He should have won it that year. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, You're the right. whole what you mean to your team and how valuable it, it just it doesn't mean that. It's just who's putting up the more gaudy stats. And right now, yeah, it's that boy. That's, that's Patrick I, Mahomes. Listen, that's I, I agree. Say, I agree. That's why I got to say it's clear. Patrick Mahomes. I think um, Khalil Mack is a shoe in for. Defensive player, player of the year, right yeah. Because um, if you had to pick it right now, you're going it's with him. that guy. Yep. I don't see nobody doing J.J. Watts is doing okay, but he'll get hurt eventually. I'm going <laughs> with <laughs> that guy. I'm going with the Mac attack because he's the one that's just changing how everything is being done in, 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 mm-hmm. in, uh, in Chicago from the standpoint that they were a really, really good defense last year. Yep. And just to add, just them adding the addition of Khalil Mack mm-hmm. made them a special defense. So I got to give them credit and props for that. But 14 to 0, touchdown to interception ratio, mm-hmm. that's unheard of. I, I, I'll jump in on this point, and that's why I said I do agree with y'all in, in, in the beginning. I'll jump on this too. Patrick Mahomes has made the Chiefs offense a special offense because they have an added dimension, which they didn't have last year with all these same weapons, was now they can strike down the field. Well, they can strike down the field, but also if you think about it, the Chiefs last year, even with Alex Smith and mm-hmm. even with the hot starts, they were still a defensive team mm-hmm. because yeah, what and their Alex defense Smith is, is not horrible. Do, is he's not going to lose you the game. Yeah. He ain't going to win it for you neither. Right. So he's not going to turn it over. He's going to stay right in this particular Ding. spot, and the defense had to be what we've known the Chiefs <laughs> defense to be for the last few years. Yeah. But if you look at the Chiefs defense now, it's trash. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they it's, can stop water. But, but. They can't plug a leak. <laughs> but that offense right now? Yeah. See, the offense yeah. has always been creative, but the offense ain't never been, never been. It, with, with Andy Reid. Never and, been and, dynamic and G, like this. Like the way it is right now. No. I would put them on the level of an offense of the Rams. Yeah. And I'm kind of going to segue into somebody who brought up, um, uh, that would be Aaron. He said, do uh, do we think the Rams will choke Heard eventually? It. And I'm going to say, no. I, think I don't think so either. Real. No. no. I think that they, yo, listen. The Rams they, For the past four years. For real. For the past four years, they've been lining up for this moment right here. Mm-hmm. They've been I, making the. Last two years. Okay. Well, all right. Once you got that bum. Right. That bum. <laughs> well, the Jeff Fisher. The worst. <laughs> Let me tell you something about Jeff Fisher. The absolute <laughs> worst. He's terrible. He's in terrible. NFL history. For that long of a tenure. Right. Okay? Very Jeff true. Fisher is the Numbers don't lie. overrated, underachieving. <laughs> Numbers don't lie. <laughs> Numbers don't lie. <laughs> you you, you want to ruin a quarterback? Give Jeff Fisher. Give me Jeff Fisher. Just call him Jeff. Had me thinking that Jeff Goff was an absolute bust. Now, I still don't think Jeff Goff is as great as, mm-hmm. as some mm-hmm. people are proclaiming him, right. mainly like Colin Coward and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think he's a lot right. better. But under the tutelage of Sean yeah. McVay, yeah. He, that boy is legal. Yo, okay, so here's my point. The Rams organization have been lining up for the past for the past four years to where they are. Yo, ever since they hired big man from Ballers, they've been on the rocks. <laughs> they've been on the rocks. There you go. There you go. Hey, he's making the right decisions. Shout up. out to Charles Green. Yeah. Shout out to Charles. You know what I'm saying? Charles Green. No, but but you know, again, the Rams are serious and they are creeping under the you, radar. People no, are not you, giving them credit. You, you know what? You know what the crazy thing is? Is, is people really underestimate this in sports, right? 
when you see a team start to believe in themselves, mm-hmm. yes. when they drink their own Kool-Aid, yes. that's when they get really dangerous. Yes. You know, point out the Philadelphia Eagles from last year. And you look, and, and you, yes, they are. And you look at the Rams. The Rams, they have the chemistry, they have the belief, and, and exactly, and it comes from the top down. Yes. So now you have all these pieces in place. That's why, and, and, and see, people have like this debate all throughout the summer. That's why they were okay just going to get a Brandon Cooks, mm-hmm. right? right? That's why they didn't need a Dez, they didn't need a Josh Gordon, because. What they said, they said, listen, we're going to line up these three young boys that are 25, 26, 25, and say, go play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what they got. Now, all these young pieces around them are now studs. Mm. Oh, at, at Almost at every position right now, you can say they got a stud. And let's not you know, forget. Not a stud like Young and May, but. Yeah. Uh, me. Listen, let's shout not, out ooh, listen, shout out to Young and Man. And, <laughs> and let's not I know, had to do that, Chris. Let's not forget why LA is really, you know, gonna take off, man. LeBron. Oh, come there, on, man. come on. LeBron don't, don't Yo, we talking about football, B. Shark me. Don't shit and shark me. Right right yo, yo hey, we talking about what yo, we talking about football, man. And that is a that's talking about football. Shin and sharp. Skip Bayless move you just did. Wow. Tom Gully is in the house. Okay? Tom Gully, Tom Gully is in the house, and I, you know what? I got to do it because he does it every single time I hit his show up. He goes, "Yo, shout out to Chris G in the don't shoot the hold on, hold on. Shout out to the great Chris G in the don't shoot the message. My man Tom, go watch that show. It's the best sports show, and I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this right now. Yes. Tom Gully has the most interesting podcast. You need Tom Gully in your life. I'm telling you, you need Gully in your life. You need Gully in your life. Any subject that you want to hit, he's well-versed in. He got it. Okay? Yo, he got it. He's well-versed. He knows at least a little bit Mm -hmm. about whatever subject you could bring up. And if you want to talk soccer with him, you better know your shit. better know your shit. Yeah, he's talking about Middle Eastern food and couscous yesterday. Yes. Like... He has it, okay? Tom Gully, Tom, 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 Tom. Because he spit hot fire. fire. I just want to say this. So one of the best moments, because, again, because school and internship has been crazy, but he had, was it Tuesday? Was it Monday or Tuesday? He had Dave Lehrman. Dave is, like, known. He... I mean, back in the day, he'd been everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, um, shouts out to um, Dave. His mom just passed away. Mm-hmm. And he's a big wrestling fan. So, Dave brought his mom to an event. It was like, it's Ric Flair. Um, it was the, it was, um, it was Hawk. No, yeah, Hawk was there, Road Warrior. Um, mm-hmm. It was like the mm-hmm. great to the great. Mm-hmm. Now, at the time, um, Dave's mom was, she's, she's a very older woman. She's like, we, like, I think 90, 80s, you know, mm-hmm. she passed away. But at the time, so Ric Flair goes up there, and they let her go last. But, you know, this set up, mm-hmm. but he don't know. Mm-hmm. So she go, they go, you know, we got one more question. And what's the question? So she said, hey, how's it going? He said, uh, so she goes, she said, Ric Flair, I want to know, am I too old to ride Space Mountain? Oh, fuck. Oh. Oh. Yo, listen. Oh. 
<laughs> it was just like people, everybody was just going crazy, man. So listen, man. Shouts out to Tom and what he does. Great show. Great. great show. Vari- I'm great calling show. it a great variety show because definitely variety. It's funny and he's on point, man. So shout, shout out, out to Tom. Shout out to everybody who give me love when I get into the Tom. Yes. Gully Room. That be Jeannie Noel. That be Brian O'Brien. Of course. The whole crew. Mm-hmm. Um, great show. Great. Gotta watch it. Look him up on Facebook, Tom Gully on Ironic Radio. Yes. Giving him the whole shout out. Yes. And he also has his own website, Tom Gully. Tom Gully got merchandise up there. Go buy, buy his merch. Support. Oh, all right. Tom Gully. So, um, in the Who's Hots, because we, because okay. we jumping into that. Okay. Because now we jumping into that. Who's hot, in you guys' opinion, as far as the NFL? Who you think is like, they're going to keep this going? Another Tom is in the house. My boy. Yes, my best friend. There we go. That's my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> That's my S is in the building. What's going on, brother? So, who do you have for being your hot team, man? I got, I got, I got three teams. Who's hot? But again, I got another one. But go ahead. It, it feels like I thought about this when you said this in text the other day, and it feels kind of cheesy because all the hot teams are the teams that are doing well. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm more surprised by the knots mm-hmm. than anything. Who's that? Um, Minnesota. Mm. No, I'm I'm really surprised by Philly, but at the same time, and this is what I talked about early when we we're talking about them in the preseason, and and, and you know we, we had somebody that was a fan that was like, oh, the twos and the threes will never get to play. Now the twos and the threes are playing, and I told you the chemistry in Philly was a problem. Mm. Yes, you did. So. Yeah. It's not happening. I mean, along with the injury bug, you talk about the injury bug, the Super Bowl high, and now chemistry being an issue because mm-hmm. their quarterback was hurt throughout the offseason. Mm-hmm. It, it, it looks different in Philly right now. Um, the Giants, again, with, with everything that they have in front of them and then with the addition to Saquon, how are you not? Yeah, man. Uh, I tell you how. We'll, how we'll, we'll, how are you? That. How are you not better? Let's dig into that for a second. With the with the quarterback. No. Listen, and this is what I'll say: We can down him all we want. Oh, we will. We're with the quarterback that, no doubtably, with the two rings and with his brother's last name, will be in the Hall of Fame. Last name. No. I don't know about that. Disrespecting mess out of his pops. Archie was losing too. Anyway, but how would how how are they that bad? I'm gonna tell you how. I'm gonna tell you how. How sway? I'm gonna tell you how. Cause Eli is a shot fighter. He is a shot football player. Let me tell you something. Mm. Everything that's wrong. And I, listen, mm. you know, sometimes quarterback get too much credit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they don't get enough credit. It, 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 sometimes it's a balance. At this point right now, as currently constructed, looking at the Giants, the main problem I see with them is Eli Manning. That's the main problem. Eli trying to get his receivers killed, first and foremost, the way he's passing a rock out there. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. He's not making good decisions. From a veteran quarterback of his elk, he should be doing way much more, better, right. and he doesn't, and he's not going to. We first we've seen the decline of Eli actually for a few years, and we always mm-hmm. go up. We, we, we since he won two Super Bowls, you always go, well, but he can get hot and kind of turn it on. Not no more. Not really though, because if you think about it, when they beat the Patriots the first time, Eli made two good throws in that game. That defense won that Super Bowl. Right. Yes, it did. He made two good throws. He made the. Uh, 
The minute him throw, I'm not yep. giving him the type. The uh, the what was it? David Tyree. David Tyree. No, no, he just he just flung it in the air. That's that was David Tyree. That was all David Tyree. It was it was Manningham and the Plaxico Burris throw. Plaxico Burris. That's it. Best two um best two things he did in that whole game. And then you get to the the last one. It was like two plays. It was like one to was it Sterling Shepard on the sideline? It might have been Manningham again. Actually, he got yeah. a nice one to Manningham going into the final drive, mm-hmm. and then he got another one to seal the deal in the end zone. Like. He hasn't really done much as the defense that carries him to that point. The, I say all of that to say, if they don't do something about Eli Manning, they're going to waste the talent that they got yes. this year. That defense is good enough. That offense, The offensive weapons that they got with ODB, with Sterling Shepard, with um, Evan Ingram yep. once he comes back. With Saquon. With Saquon. It's, it's, they can do some real damage. The only thing that hinders them is Eli Manning? Well, listen, and and you know I'm not a big Eli Manning fan, mm-hmm. but I will say that that offensive line is atrocious. That offensive line, it is. Oh, but but the way the system, but the way the system was supposed to be set up, what they brought in was a system that was a quick hitting system. Get you get the ball out your hands, mm-hmm. and Eli right now for where he is should be able to do that. I mean, he did have a game where he was twenty or twenty nine. Mm-hmm. So you should be able to get the ball out of your hands. And and the problems that we have seen, and, and I hate to say that, that this might be a family trait, but he looks like he's played by the same things that happened to Peyton in his last year. Mm. If they're routes at a 15 to 20 yards out, look at where the throws are. They're up in the sky or they're in the dirt. <laughs> so that means you can't get them there no more. But then, again, is this a product of, of – you know, Jerry Reese and what he did not do because we could be having a very different conversation. Mm-hmm. The Giants were on the board and Patrick Mahomes was there mm-hmm. <laughs> two years ago. Well, well <laughs> you know well, what I'm saying? Being an SP. And they didn't, they didn't want to do that. Being an SP is a Giants fan. She said, you know, Eli, he's done. We should have got a quarterback, you know. Well, no, listen. Saquon is, is – is, listen, there will be a quarterback. Let me tell you something. There is a quarterback that's going to be available uh, next year. Oh, here he goes. No, no, no. Uh, you're not going to stop. He leaned in with LeBron, right? and now you go. You know, let me y'all just drink no water. I didn't even know where I was about to go. I was about to go yes, to the do. West Coast and talk about the quarterback from Oregon. Now nah, I'm lying. Dwayne Haskins <laughs> is going to be available next year. You was not about to talk about Joey Harrison, brother. You was not about to do that, man. Yeah, listen, Stop. Let me listen. tell you something. Listen. Let me tell you something. I just I Dwayne just, Haskins as a quarterback. Uh, listen, you gotta start projecting these um yeah, these uh, college that's football that's clients. Cotton, what's up, man? Into uh, into uh, NFL prospect. True. Haskins, you got old boy out there in um Oregon who is really tearing it up. Nah, like no lie, he is really tearing it up. Uh, uh Alabama's late, quarterback, Tua, Tonga yeah. Valoa. Got to see he a lefty. It's rare. I'm just saying you got to start projecting some of this stuff, and they got to look. There'll be some quarterbacks available. And with the way that the Giants are going right now, they're going to have a high pick. <laughs> <laughs> so and, they're going to have a very. What no, did, did no, Tom say, Colt McCoy? <laughs> yeah, yes, Tom. No disrespect to SP, but disrespect <laughs> intended. But yo, the Giants is just straight trash because they because you can see the talent there though because you can see where mm-hmm. the talent is. I, me personally, I can see what's holding them back. They should be right now with the way that the Eagles are struggling because they are. Struggling. They should be the and tops of the division. They're in a must win next week against uh, this week against Minnesota. They're yes, they win. are. Yes, they are. You don't lose. 
Tennessee. And Minna, no reason Tennessee and, should be three and one. And, and Minnesota's in the must win this week too. So you got two teams going. Yo, we gotta get this dub. We gotta get this dub. I, I'm just saying, like the giant. And the, and the funny thing is, the Eagles are so bad. The Cowboys are so bad. Mm-hmm. Redskins are the Redskins. Like the Giants are kind of still not out of it. No. They're kind of not still, but that's how bad the NFC East is right exactly. now. Exactly. So. Those other teams in the NFC East right now are going to keep each other in it because yeah. they're all that bad, right? But at the other point, too, we go back to it. Listen, hey, Minnesota fans, do you really like that now? Do you like that? That's what you get. Huh? You like that? Did we not say it, though? Yeah. Did we not say it? I said, yeah. listen, there's, some, there's the reason why Washington ain't want to give him the money. There's a reason why we came up here and bashed him. Because it was like, listen, is he a good quarterback? Yeah, he's yeah. yeah, he a good quarterback. It's something about him. Because he's in Washington. And he put up numbers. But, yo, when it was a big game, mm-hmm. he had to get the dub or whatever. It's just he never never turns it over. Listen, yeah, he got a I, know, I, know, I know that y'all was all suit. Y'all was all suit about his low performance. And it was cute. In Seattle? No, not even Seattle. Oh, right? Against oh, Green Bay. It was cute. It was cute. The refs oh, helped y'all out. Oh, right? But then you see what happened against Buffalo. Buffalo. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. Let me, just, let me just tell you why I hate In Seattle? Let me just tell you why I hate the Vikings. At my job, we got a knockout pool. I don't know if you guys know what a knockout pool is, but knockout pool is you pick a team every week. After you, if that team wins, you move on to the next week. You can't use that team again. So we're in week three. Every, I mean, it was all the way down the board. It was <laughs> the Vikings and the Jags. The, mm. week the Jags lost to Tennessee. Mm. Everybody got knocked out, for, except for one person that picked the Rams and another person who picked out of all teams the Browns when they got their first win. Mm. And mm. I said, you know what? Minnesota don't want to play no football. Mm. Y'all, y'all won't play no football. Y'all want that. Y'all want now, want TC, that? usually I don't agree with you, you know, because I don't agree with nothing you say. But, uh, you know, Tom Brady, he's the GOAT. So there's no need to talk about somebody who's always hot. I mean, so we don't need to talk about What's him. such a homer take, though? Yeah, what, what is that, he's, TC? He's because he wanted us to mention the Patriots. You know, he's... No, no, but he said that's such a no, 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 no. He's just been bashing the Giants. Listen, if I, I'm not a Giants fan, well, he's nobody drunk. up here is a Giants. He's fan. drunk. He doesn't. How is that a homer take? I, just, I know. I just want an explanation. TC, you got to tell us. But also, too, I hope, I hope, but I already know by your comment that you are that you don't drunk that that Patriots Kool Aid because I'm. But I'm telling you now that Kool Aid ain't as strong as it was last year. TC, you might have to get your own bottle. And no, add to oh, it. Yeah, I see. Buff- no, Buffalo could upset whoever they want to. They can't upset a Super Bowl contending team no. at home with a rookie quarterback. Right. That just like that is you. You either wasn't prepared, you didn't take them seriously, yep. or you're just you're not ready to take the spotlight. They can upset them, but it shows me more about Minnesota right. than it tells Listen, me about Buffalo because did, Buffalo went and did what I know they, they they went and became what I know that they are the next week when they went up to Green Bay. Right. So like, and mind you, Minnesota had just got prayer from Seattle in Green Bay when um they uh, yep. when they tied them that game. So it's like. That's that's the problem I got with uh, but, Minnesota. But the problem I have with New England too is let's not act like you didn't go to Detroit and lay an egg. Mm-hmm. Let's not act like that. Yeah, exactly. And let's not be souped that you went home and played Miami, who you always dominate, 
and blew them out. Let's let's oh, said, oh, no. let's not act like Hold on. you know what I mean. He said um, that I said that the Giants aren't that bad. They're garbage this year. First of all, that's why he said a home run. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm not a Giants fan. Yes, I. Once upon a time, used to be a 49ers fan. I hate the Giants. Listen, okay, okay. I'm not a Niner fan anymore. I'm a well, nobody fan. I'm a who's gonna win me the most money when I'm betting with the boogie fan. He he a cap he a cap fan. I'm That's a, it. No, I'm a capitalist fan. Trying <laughs> 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 to capitalize on making some money. Listen, so, but no, you, you you listen. Listen, nobody is a homer up here. That's P not up here. She the homer. She she the homer. But can you can you please before I really address this comment that that he just made, he said the Patriots have a running game. Let, let, let me tell you something, brother. Okay, let me let, let, let me get on my my, my Hulk Hogan, please. Gene McMahon, right, real quick. SP with the uh, Homer love. Yeah, yeah. One <laughs> Q and the hearts. Yeah. Um, listen, listen. Um, a running game. In the NFL. Back in the day, a running game was Emmitt Smith, right? A running game was, we could say Barry. Uh, even if you want to keep going up the list, we could say Jerome Bettis. We can say Eddie George when he was in Tennessee. You know, we can say, yeah, we, we, can say, we can say Jamal Lewis when he was in Baltimore. That's a running game, right? What the Patriots have had is, hey, we're going to run the ball, right? You're going to run it three times. You're going to run it three times. I'm going to run it three times. That is not a running game, people. That is you don't know who your best player is at that position. But all of y'all look like y'all fast, so everybody get a turn. Mm-hmm. That is gym class in fifth grade. Everybody can run a rock. That's part one. Let's do, let's go. So I don't make your mama mad. It, Stop no, playing yourself. You 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 so right. But that don't even begin to talk about the Patriots problem. Now doesn't I, I know doesn't I know that they whooped up on the Colts, but that was almost tailor made for them. The Colts that just came off an overtime game where they almost played. They pretty much played the entire overtime because uh, Houston won with like one second left mm-hmm. in overtime. So they had they were coming off that. They were Ooh. all injured. They were all, Colts were all injured going from Indianapolis. To um, New England on a short week mm-hmm. Thursday night game. That was Taylor made. And then, I mean, the Patriots, what did they play on uh, last Sunday? A half? Because that Miami game was over by it was half. Over. So they were ready and raring to go to beat a beat up, worn down Colts team. The Colts cannot stop anybody. That defense is the worst I've ever seen the Patriots defense look. And I'm telling you, I don't care if, if if Julian Edelman is the top receiver in the league this year. With the way that that defense played, they ain't going to beat nobody. They ain't going to beat the Chiefs. They ain't going to beat the real team. Jags. They're not going to beat the real team. And if they, by some miracle, they get to the Super Bowl, they ain't beating any top-tier NFC team in the it's Super Bowl. It's just not happening. Blank, period. No, it, it, it's not happening. Like, yo, you don't, you, you got to understand. That, that's why I said it, it's too easy to talk about the hots because it's so much that's going on with people that's not. What time I'm saying? Yo, running back, CC has a full head of here. Word time. But, yo, you know what was, what was crazy? I watched the Cole game, I think it was like two weeks ago. At the end of the game, in a position for them to go for Hail Mary, you know who threw the ball? Jacoby Brissett. They took Andrew out and they put Jacoby in because that boy's shoulder is not right. 
It's nowhere near where it's supposed to be. The coach is good enough right He should not be, like, Listen, but The coach is trying to get their money, all, you know, for Listen, the Listen, he need to be done. 130? Yeah. 130 yeah. But the thing is, like, it made me think, yo, is, is he a bust? For, is he a bust now? Yo, he flirting with it. Mm. He flirting with it. He, not because he, he hasn't he like been this. good. Come here, girl. Come here. Not because Come he hasn't been good in, in in the beginning of his career, but with the injuries mm-hmm. and with um what the Colts have given him to work with, mm-hmm. right, I think they need to realize he ain't Peyton. Right. Yeah. You can't just throw slot yeah. in front of him. Now, he's more mobile. And, and then they, one thing I'll give the Colts credit for that they did when they had Peyton, because mm-hmm. they didn't do a lot. But one thing that um, Bill Polian did do was give him a line that could protect him. But because yeah. Andrew Luck is a bit mobile, yeah. they go, yeah, we're good. Mm-hmm. We're, we don't need to worry about it. But I, I do want to touch on something that SP just yes, brought up. I was going to say. Who has the best running game right now? Me personally. Who you, who you think? The Rams. Mm. Todd yeah. Gurley. Yes. It, watching him against Minnesota. Um, that Thursday night game a week ago, that that was something. That was something special. Yeah, I mean, I, that was something special. Listen, thank you, T. T in the house, Millie, Millie. <laughs> Yo, the, Ty Gurley. I like Ty Gurley. Um, Dallas looks like they're waking up and 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 understanding what they need to do with Zeke. So I like how Zeke looks. Mm-hmm. That's what Tom said. <laughs> um, said. Dallas have the best running game because they're committed to it. Yeah, they are they, they, they are now. Mm-hmm. But, but they just got think, to it. I, I think the Rams, and I'm just I, I think the Rams have the best running game. But the reason I'm going to go with the Rams is because I think they put on a lot of like bells and whistles of how they want to do stuff. But I think everything starts with them actually with a power running game. Yeah. With Ty Gurley. They do a lot of mm-hmm. stretch zones. They do a lot of zone running, period. Mm-hmm. And they piggyback off of that with, you know, exotic motion, fake handoffs, and then Jared Goff is hitting Cooper Cup down the middle for a 70-yard bomb. Is he the best new white receiver? Yes, he is. Is he the best new white receiver? Yes, he is. Is he the new Jordy Nelson? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. But going back to SP's question, I, I think the best running game in the league right now to me um, is Mr. Kamara and the Saints. You think so? I think what they do, and and the reason I'm saying this, and why, and getting the opportunity to see just him in the four games without Ingram, mm-hmm. right? They have different phases of that game in terms of zone runs, counters. He can run up the middle. They they do a lot different traps that, that I haven't seen Ingram be able to run. And then you talk about just him as a running back himself. That boy bad, man. I mean, that boy bad. I love Ty Gurley. I'm with you, but you know, I, I right now I like Ingram. I want. I mean, I like uh, New Orleans. I want to agree with you, but I think Alvin Kamara has only had one game over 100 yards. Yeah, and, 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 but but, I know, but I because of they use yeah the way they the way that they use. But him. I'm talking about just running. Okay, I'm talking about right. and to me. If I had to pick two, it would be between Zeke and Ty Gurley. Right. right? Yeah. And okay. obviously, y'all know how I feel about Zeke. Of course. <laughs> but I, I, I think right now, Ty Gurley and the Rams, just the right. way, because the, the way that they use their running game to, you know, affect oh, their the passing, passing game. game. That's mm. how you're supposed to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just the, that's exactly how you're supposed to do it. You can't do it because, you know, uh, uh, Dak is kind of taking another step back. Mm. I wanted to blame it. They don't. They don't believe in play action. No. I mean, you should with Zeke. Yeah. 
But they don't. You don't listen. Do now, I was going to say Kamara. Gary Moore. I was going to say I, I, I like him. I didn't like that. But like uh, when you're talking about pure running game, I would have to say those two. Um, but, again, if Dallas takes and, – and Jerry Jones, if you can hear me, okay, mm. give some of that, you know, position to somebody else. Henny in the house. Henny. Henny, what up? Take a play out of the Rams playbook. And you will win more games. Now I'm not gonna lie. I was hoping to see mm. Dak and Zeke really, you know, come yeah, strong yeah. and really know, you know, mm-hmm. really take the next step. Even though I'm not a Cowboys fan, mm-hmm. I still like to see them win. You yeah. know, it's it just it just like we talk about certain teams that win make football good. But again, mm-hmm. just not opening up. And but the Rams are doing what they need to do. I'm bring, old school. Run the ball. Pass. Run the ball, pass. <laughs> TC said, James White, don't sleep it. TC, I am not sleeping. Check it. <laughs> <laughs> that is a ZPAP mask and all other type stuff. I like James White as a. I like him. I like Sonny Michelle. I like the backfield. Yeah. But as a runner. Run no. no. No, that's Sonny Michelle. That's why Sonny Michelle had yes. 98 yards exactly. rushing. Exactly. And um, James White had zero. But yep. he did have a hundred yards, or like seven, seven. Now, yards now what he, there. now what he did to Cameron Wake oh, was, I, somebody need to call the police. <laughs> what he did to Cameron Wake, but that ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Kept running like none was happening. Like none was happening. And then got to the end zone and did the dance that Cameron, that Cameron Wake did going to the ground. He did the same. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Disrespectful. Are you happy now, TZ? Are you, are you happy now? You happy, TZ? Yeah, yeah. We, we, Listen, we got the Patriots it. are, and I never like to admit it, but the Patriots are always formidable, even when yeah. they're bad. But It's because of the AFC, man. Stop. Be, man. No. Stop. I'm Stop. I want to hear that. Stop, the man. The itself. Come on. It's a, like, for, for instance, right now, one of the best teams, if you took the best team out of each division, right now as it stands, for the New England Patriots, because let's just say Patriots are going to be the Patriots. Mm-hmm. The best team out of every team in the AFC East, Miami, in the AFC North, the Bengals, AFC South is Tennessee, mm-hmm. and the AFC West is Kansas City. Out of all of those teams, you say, man, the only one that could probably compete with them if something was on the line. Mm-hmm. The only play team I would pick is KC. You're not picking Tennessee. You're not picking Cincinnati. You're not picking Miami. Hey, don't even get me started on the choke artist that is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yo, <laughs> yo, and, and, I, and I'll say this too because I said it before and y'all laughed at me. My brothers laughed at me. It's my quarterback. <laughs> Baltimore Ravens, man. Okay. Nah. Keep, I'm still going to keep, keep doing, keep doing it. Hold on, wait. You got to pick that core. Oh, there you go. There he is. That's right. Yeah. Keep doing the CISO. Keep doing the CISO. It's okay. Keep doing the CISO. No problem. They ain't no problem. They ain't no problem. I'm going to find out this week. Let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. If Cleveland beat them, I hope so. Shut the fuck up forever. (laughs) (laughs) Shut the fuck up forever. (laughs) I can't wait, y'all. Yo. Listen. Now, last year, I'll give you credit. You said the Eagles. He was riding with the Eagles, maybe because your wife's Eagles fan and you was scared. But good prediction. Was a low blow. You had and you know, I think Chris, you said KC last year, right? I did say KC. Mm-hmm. You said you said KC, but um, I just I don't. Well, personally, I don't like the Ravens because obvious reasons they be in the Super Bowl. But I just I I don't know, man. I'm just still not a fan. I'm just still not a fan. you listen. Nobody outside of Baltimore is going to be a fan of the Ravens. 
But what they do on the field is they get you into one or two things. They either get you into playing how bad they play, <laughs> which they are which they are champs at. So they're gonna beat you at that game. Or they get you into trying to play a physical football game, which anybody would be fools to try to play them in. Mm-hmm. So they for listen, there are certain teams in the league, just like basketball, that force you into a pace of a game. Mm-hmm. When you play the Rams, you're going to have to play at a pace, right, right, yeah. right? When you play the Patriots, you're going to have to play at a pace. Your defense is going to have to match up with the pace of their offense. And then your offense is going to look at the scoreboard and say, we got to do the same thing. Right. When you play the Packers, Aaron Rodgers is going to put you in a pace, mm-hmm. right? The Steelers, when they were the Steelers in that Steelers defense, put you in a pace. They put you in a, in a clamp. The, the Ravens do the same thing. The best estimation in terms of what happens now with teams, look at the Jaguars. The Jaguars make you say, okay, listen, if we got something that we know we can do, let's try option B first because we know they're going to be sitting on that. But they sit on option A, B, and C, and then you're looking at a game like, how's Blake Borders winning this game? Because he got three turnovers, but they got six. Mm-hmm. They put you in the vice. So, hey, the Ravens, Listen, I keep saying it. I like that. The Ravens. And I will say that I, you know, agree with you somewhat. Mm-hmm. But just, just, you know, Joe Flacco, man. It just, it just, <laughs> Joe Fluco. Yeah. I, I just, you know. <coughs> please. Yeah, it's something Listen, about. Would you rather? would you rather Joe or Ryan Tannehill? No. Oh, come on. That's not even. All right. So, go to the next thing. Let's go. We done. Good. Chris agree. Joe motherfucking Flacco. That's what I'm talking about. So, again, so, you know, we like like I said, we're going to definitely tackle this back week seven. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're going to, you know, we're going to come back. Is, Le- is Lev coming back? That's what I wanted to see. Because um, they said he, he wanted to come back at week seven. They need him, fam. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, he was, he was definitely. He want that trade, though. He has been live on Twitter. Yeah, he want that trade. After some of these injuries, he has been putting. You see why? Yep. You see why? You know? Yo, real quick, man, because I, I think it's... Hamden, um, oh. Hamden uh, Hurricanes. Oh, uh, okay. I, I really, I really want to get into this real quick, man, because they had they had a good discussion about it on Good Morning Football, right? And Nate Burleson brought up the, um, the Earl Thomas injury. And Peter Schrager and... What's the other dude's name with know. the big head... You, um, what, you know, what was it? on Good Morning Football, Rob, you know, oh, you know Nate that. Burleson? No, but Nate brought it up. But a pre- Peter Schrager and the other, the other white dude was like, they jumped on Nate because Nate was like, you know, Earl giving them the bird is, is not the right thing. But he he did that because people don't understand what it took for him mm-hmm. to get back to that point, get on the field, give everything that he was given, because Earl was balling, yeah. right? And then break his leg, and now he has no guarantees. This is why I say when I get in conversations with people when they talk about left, yo, left, be in Miami. Mm-hmm. Get on that jet ski. Get on the beach. Do what you want because you have to get paid. Yeah, to. You have to, to get your money. You really do. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just think, again, this is where I think teams need to really look at these players that are asking for this money that you're calling your franchise players, you need to take care of them because you're taking care of people with potential and upside and just and just because loyalty. Like, you took care of Ben, you ain't take care of Lev. Right. Right? You put it down. 
You put it there? Yeah, Kyle. Kyle Brandon. Yep. Um, and you take care of Antonio and stuff like that, but you see how important he is. Well, you, you took care of Antonio. You took care of Big Ben, and you see how much you're struggling without Le'Veon. So, mm-hmm. obviously... Le'Veon was the most important you know, piece to take care of. But you, but you see, and here's the thing with organizations, and here's the thing with the whole of the NFL. People don't realize how important a run game is, and I think that they took him for granted yeah. because a lot of teams say they I take all running backs for granted. Another running back right. because again, yeah. people don't use the mm-hmm. running back position like they used to do. You know, mm-hmm. but when you have a guy like Lev Bell, you have to understand this guy brings another dimension to your team. And 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 I'm glad because now it's exposing Big Ben punk ass. You know what I mean? And it and it hid some of Big Ben's faults. Because Lev, mm-hmm. guess what you ever do? Give him the ball, let him do his thing, and, move. and then you chunk down the field. And Lev is helping that. But now that you don't have that, again, you know, hurt you know, him too. listen, mm. right, true. It's hurting him big time. And listen, I like Kyle. That's why he's frustrated. Right. Just so people understand. Right. That's why he's frustrated because all these new coverages and schemes that are, listen, yep. I saw at one point in the game last week against Baltimore, they had C.J. Mosley underneath. They had the corner and then Eric Weddle was at the... They had three people boxing him in. Oh, hey, you don't got to worry about left you, you ain't got to worry about no... Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. now... a threat. Yes. Front to run or to catch. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Here's the thing. Because you could even... And listen, I like James Conner. I like Me his too. whole story. Yes. yes. Yep. I think he's a good running back. Very good running back. But what you can't do with, um, with James Conner is line him up in the slot. Nope, true. You can't do it. Or not yet. Put him up as the whiteout because that's what Lev could do. Not or, yet. Or let it be third and seven. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It could be yeah. third and seven, and they're giving him the ball, and he's still getting that first down. Because, yo, he's a Le'Veon Bell. You could always find a, a decent running back, right? Yeah. We live in the era yes. now as far as, like, yes. you know what? Third, fifth, sixth round, you'll find right. a, a, a good running back. But a special running Mm-hmm. A special Listen, running back is different. It changes it, everything. People people had the conversation, and, and I know a lot of people don't want to admit. Right about that. But, but remember, three years ago, right, going into his second season where he produced, everyone was like, is Ty Gurley a bust? I was like, are y'all stupid? Do you see what this boy is doing? Let's get back to Jeff Fisher. <laughs> there it is. Because if you there it is. He was struggling. It was Jeff. He did the same thing when he ruined Eddie, Eddie George's George. career. Yes. It was. Listen. Yes. I know it's not. I know they're putting ten in the box because I'm not creative enough to do anything to get. So let's let's just give it to you. I'm gonna give it to you and make you run head first into everything that's coming. Eddie George did it, so you should be all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Eddie George don't got no kneecaps. Eddie George ain't got no kneecaps, but he do got a member of SWV. So anyway, <laughs> unless there's a hot R&B group out right now, we're, <laughs> nah. But anyway, I mean, this is the one thing. Running games in the NFL have always made every aspect of a team better. That's true. A good running back will make your offensive line better. Mm-hmm. It will make your passing game better. It will make your quarterback better. It will make your defense better because they will not be on the field because the running back is tearing everything up, mm-hmm. right? So you got to go. Steelers <laughs> need to get that money up, yep. get a bag up. And, and you know, SP, you know, we, we know we're talking. She said she she under – and she was like, I, I never understood why did they get rid of the – Angelo Williams, I think that he could have been a help. He could, he could, yeah. he could have been a great help. Was more of a, a straight up and down runner, but right. still, you know, had a couple years in him. But listen, it's because this whole new 
thinking of man, listen, man, we, why yeah, why are we gonna have a veteran? Why we gotta give him this money? We can just find a rookie and he'll be just as comparable. And uh, shout out to Coach Moore, mm-hmm. who uh, he said he would love to see us um, do like a do local a local high school, high school segment. segment. You know why it's hard to do oh. local, local um, athlete segments for me? Our schedules. No. It's because I'd be looking. I'm like, man, I was better than all you fools. So you're an old school hater. So you're old school Look, look here, young blood. Look here, young blood. Listen, 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 coach. Coach, I don't know you. Smoke your ass. Coach, I don't know you, but Chris don't like mumble rap, so I don't think that's gonna happen. He'll tell you when I'm talking. I'm talking shit to my son and my sister. But man, I can beat you, David. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something right now. You might beat me right now, but in my day. <laughs> you ain't want no smoke. Now, even you ain't even, even though you don't know Coach uh, Coach Moore, just just know he just got that one. Blurbies. That's all. <laughs> that's all you gotta know. If you, if you went to high, if you went to Hill House, yes. and it was on uh, the the girls' track team. Or the boys, too. Or the boy. You heard the word Blurbees. Yes. And <laughs> he the one who got us started on plyometrics yes. and all of that. And we just like, yo, what happened to regular conditioning? <laughs> like, no, cats, that's not how you get there. That's not how you get there, cats. Made it better. Made it and better. And I sure. just want to say shout out to him because he is in the, you know, track and field. Was it high school track and field Hall of Fame? Okay. More man. And, Salute, coach. You know, Salute. He, he was definitely one of those guys who was like, hey, man, school first. You know, that's what's up. Later. So that's what's up. That, he preached that. His son is going to be a beast. His daughter, she was a freshman. I think she was all area and track. Uh, his, uh, so, Coach Moore know what he's talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know what he's talking about. So, yeah. It's so, he's so famous, especially in New Haven, mm-hmm. uh, and especially for track, that his track team, like, if, if somebody was on his track team, especially, especially female, mm-hmm. he was on his track team, people go, you want to Gary Moore girls? Cause yeah, he just pumped out just elite yes. mm. female yeah. athletes. I mean, we could go down the list. I mean, I'm not because I'm not. It's so but it's so <laughs> many. And he just had every year he had multiple multiple women in the New Englands and the in the nationals. And he just he I think they won like every year for like felt like 20 yeah, years. 20 years. Mm. Like they won. Coach, I'll get rid of the helmet. If you get me another helmet to replace that. That was my Pop Warner team. You know, I was coaching. So, if you can get me another helmet, Coach, I'll put it right there for you, Cat. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Shout out to Jesse for joining in, too. Yeah, S- SP, you know you with us, bro. You wilding right now. You believe in the breeder? No, 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 no. Those are the Russian leaders. Oh, oh okay. It's I was about to say, because breeder is nice, but I, I just don't. I just see, get... see, Marshawn is still around. Yeah. Yo, John Gruden really, is ruining Marshawn Lynch. Because I'm really from there, though. Yo. Now, I just I just want to say thank everybody who is on the check-in, man. You know, yeah. we have so many comments, everybody, you know, picking up. Um, so, oh. give me that help, my coach, and I got you. Like I said, everybody, if you want to call in, 203-675-1774. That's 203-675-1774. Let us know how you feel. <laughs> Um, yep. You know, and and we can, you know, have your opinion on that. What we got up next? So, we're going to go to college. Why? Let's, well, well. so listen, right? Why? I just want to say. Um, Chris I, over there doing the, was, the Harlem Shake, man. I watched um, that Penn State and Ohio State game. <laughs> Let Take me just me, say, man. Hitting me with the bullshit, too. Listen. That was a nice thing. I was, I was, <laughs> I was bothering you and Kim because you guys are both Ohio State fans. Oh, I just want to say that, yo, that boy real. 
That mm. boy real, Chris. And I just want to let you know, if he get with the right system... Mm. Yo, I don't think he... Here's the thing, Ryan. I, I respect the compliment. I don't even think he need to be with the right system because to me, when I'm looking at Dwayne Haskins, this is the first wow. pure passer mm. that we've had at Ohio State probably since Craig Krenzel. Damn. Mm. Her, I thought I thought she's about to go back to Herb Street. Um, <laughs> and listen, I love Herb Street, but Herb Street wasn't all that. I mean, I, I love him because he was a bug guy, but I mean, Robert Smith was really putting in all the work that year. Yeah. Running game, okay. I just <sighs> Robert Smith. But I, you know, listen, one of the most underrated backs of all time, not college. I'm talking about professional. Yeah. Yeah. Robert Smith. Yes, he is. He was, was, he was a monster in Minnesota. A monster. Well, that's because yeah. he decided to go and you know say I'm gonna be a doctor. Yeah, nah, he, right, nah, he ain't gonna mess my he, he ain't gonna mess my head up. No, he ain't. Let me tell you something. Back when uh, what, what, what was it like? Madden '98. Mm. You had Dante and mm. Chris Carter. Oh, and man. Randy oh, and Robert, Robert Smith. Oh man, get you with the bloodthirsty lead, and it was just. <laughs> but um, heard it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 Dante. Dante was rocking back then, rocking son. Back then. I used to love using the Vikings back then. What? what? I mean, listen, Dante ain't have to be accurate. Listen, bro, all you got to do, and Randy did it in the game. Well, when you saw this in the game, yo, just throw it. Yeah. Just throw it, bro. Just throw I, it. He's getting more. But back to Dwayne Haskins. Um, <laughs> he digresses. I digress. Um, Dwayne, to me, like I said, best field processor. That we've had in, in, in quite a while. And I think, I, I really believe that this guy is something special. Now, I've been waiting for Tate Martell. Y'all probably don't know who Tate Martell is. Yeah. Okay. So he's Tate, a dude that was, uh, he's, he's from, um, what's that? Vegas. Uh, yeah, what's he that? He was in Vegas. Um, Archbishop Gorman? Yeah. He's oh, yeah. He was like the number one quarterback. Yeah. He's, he's uh, playing. He's the backup to... Uh, Haskins. Uh, Haskins. He gets in when we blowing the team out by four. Mm-hmm. And, and he looks special, and I can't wait for the Tate Martell era. Okay. Me, and I loved it. But right now with Dwayne Haskins, mm-hmm. I'm talking about I've never been, because as a Buckeye fan, we normally get these really speedy right here. quarterback who are average to below average as far as accuracy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they, they all got strong arms. Mm-hmm. You know how much I, I bust J.T. Barrett, but J.T. Barrett has a strong arm. Cardell Jones, they called him 12 gauge for a reason. He mm-hmm. had a cannon. Braxton mm-hmm. Miller had a cannon. Yeah, he did. Um, Pryor had a cannon. cannon. But this is the first quarterback that says, listen, I don't even care if you're covered. I can get the ball to you on the down. You just got to catch it. We haven't mm-hmm. had that in a while. So, you know, big things happen in well, Ohio. So, uh, and let's be real. Penn State tackling was horrible, too. But, you know, that's another uh, That's not my problem. dimension to that. That, that, ain't, that ain't his problem. That ain't his problem. <laughs> listen, you at home during the whiteout. <laughs> Up 12 in the fourth quarter with eight minutes, you got to close the deal. Best pure you passer did. since Art Sletcher. There you go. Tom, <laughs> see, to big up Tom again. You see, Tom is not a Buckeye fan, but Tom, you know, Tom knows know, he know. yeah, he know. something. Yeah, he know. You can start talking about who started manufacturing remotes. And he'll be like, well, oh, he be knowing. Back in 1967. Yes. When uh, a guy <laughs> by the name, uh, right? He just bring it. He just knows. Danny Bridges. Yeah, he just knows. Um, <laughs> yes, I agree with you, Dave. Um, JT Bear is Chris quarterback. I agree. Mm-hmm. Hold on, Kim is in the building. Thank Kim. you, Kim. Another faithful Buckeye fan. She bleeds 
That scarlet and gripe <laughs> bleeds it. She knows, even though I'm sure she was feeling the pressure. Because listen, yes, what's up, Des? Penn State is winning, and my phone is blowing up. My son texted me, "Yo, what's good with your boy?" Mind you, Texas is beat Oklahoma right now, son. Oh, <laughs> but, uh, it's 24-17. Yes, I'm um, you know, and after the show, I will be calling to bust his chops about that. But what's good with happening with your boys? I got people that ain't text me in eight months. Yo, man, this Ohio State is in trouble. <laughs> Chris is like, who is this? Yeah, who who I'm are like, you? I'm like, this is beyond me. <laughs> I ain't never ever seen this many Texas. <laughs> I just want to say, uh, SP said that Tua got four touchdowns, 303 to four yard, 334 yards in the first half. Yeah, it's I forty. Mean, it's forty-one to fourteen. Listen, listen, listen. But, but the thing about too, and and I agree with everything that that Chris is saying about Haskins because you told us last year how 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 good he was. You did tell us last year. Listen, I'm not so upset after watching an Alabama Alabama game last week. I'm not so upset at the situation with Jalen Hurt because Tua is really really good. But like it's you, really, really good. I mean, like I you always said. But <laughs> yeah, really, really good. When you believe you drink your own Kool-Aid, it's a whole different ball game. Yo. It's a whole different ball game. Because you know with him, you never out of it. With Jalen, you like, eh. No, but what? you know what? But you ne- you were, they were never they were never out of it with Jalen. Jalen was what twenty six. Yeah, listen, no, one, no, one no, of the listen, no, in the national I, championship game of Deshaun Watson. Listen, the the thing about the know, thing about man. the thing about Tua is that's different than Hurt, and it's the same thing that we just complimented with Haskins. His accuracy as a left handed passer, he's placing balls with pause where where. I mean, it, it, it's hard. Listen, Steve Young, mm. for as great as Steve Young was, and as great as an as accurate passer as he was, right, it's hard for left-handed passers to put balls in different catch radiuses. And that's what I'm thinking. Think about how Michael Vick was a great deep ball passer, but in terms of his accuracy, he never really got there. No, he never got to the accuracy. He part. never he really got the there. Yo, no, he, he had, had the that thing. That thing that he got, whatever is up in here, is, is lined up in there. And he make it like he like he like Cable from the X Men. Um, but uh, again. It, you see that there it's just special players that are in college that take their teams and elevate them to a next level. The reason I, I want to big up Haskins is because what I've always seen from Ohio State is a great one or two fast, very fast wide receivers mm-hmm. and an absolute monster at the running back. Mm-hmm. So now for them to have a quarterback that can play in this up-tempo style of football right. and be accurate to put the ball in. Because think about it, right? When we really look at college football and how we dissected it, the quarterback that he's talking about always ended up at USC. Mm-hmm. We always watch or Miami. We always watched it with that skill set where they can put the ball and play his hands. But this dude, he's going out there winning games mm-hmm. himself. Like, yo, I got this. That's what Tua took from Hurt. Yes. Yeah. Hurt had that confidence, but Tua said, yo. I'm coming in the national championship to spell you so I can win this. Just quick, though. Just quick. Let me tell you something, TC. You can talk all the shit you want. What TC Uh talking about, though? And and Tom will give it to you back. You do not disrespect when we talking about Ohio State. (laughs) (laughs) 
You sit there, you take it, and you block it. Okay? If I got to hear about LeBron and A-Ron... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to talk about some fuck out of And by the way, we want to go to A-Ron right now. But uh, I just want to make... We got two of them things in the backfield. It's J.K. Dobbin yeah. and Mike Weber. We got yes. two legit Dobbin, running backs yes, yes. back there. So yeah. I just want to give I just want to give them a prop. But I just want to just to finish up on um, college football. To me right now, and y'all might think I'm crazy, but I'm looking at it and I go, then there's only three teams that I see right now that can win the national championship. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I already know. I already know where you're going. This order. Yep. Alabama. Mm-hmm. After last week. Ohio State. Uh-huh. Yep. And y'all going to think Notre Dame. No, I'm with you on that. Notre Dame. I'm with you. They're legit. They're legit. And, yo, this the next game. I, Tonight they play Virginia Tech. Oh, they going to smoke them. Food. They might. And they should. They beat Virginia Tech. They got nothing left. Like, it's Listen. straight bums. Um, uh, what's uh Mary St. Vincent's on the schedule. It's like, there's nothing Listen. left. Like, can, you can, can just book them into the national can, uh, can I just, can I Can I just let the people know something? I let the people know something. Please, um, Christopher Gay. Hey, he's the whole government. Mm-hmm. He's Mr. Initial. Is a uh, is a uh, Negro Diamond Senior, <laughs> and I'm Negro Diamond Junior. <laughs> we keep trying to tell y'all we know know the day. Oh my Yo, man, hey. listen. You, we have a fan up here. What was his name? Aaron, right? He was a Notre yeah, Dame yeah, fan. Yeah, Aaron, yeah. I got, listen, Yo, I got to give. I gotta shout give out to the Irish. Props, shout out to the Irish. And you know what? And again, Good. usually it's so much hoopla with Notre Dame because, again, college football voters love Notre Dame. But Notre Dame, they're playing yeah. their style. And they said, listen, you don't like give us no credit. But you're going to respect it, though. Because normally they overrated. Yes. Mm-hmm. This year, I'm going. Yeah. And see, but, see, but <laughs> they, they winning. They serious. They are whooping teams that they need to beat. Yeah, they beat Stanford. Bad. They beating like, them. And nobody. No, I don't care who you are. Even if you're a no-day no fan, you did not see that coming the way it unfolded. And stay. You did not see that coming. It opened up with whooping Michigan. Yes. I mean, listen, anybody who beats them, you know, understand much. But. <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. I'm, I'm done. I'm off. I'm off. Uh, you off, off that? Guys. All right, you off, off that. Guys. All right. So, now, MMA, UFC, got mm. got going on, Chris. I know uh, my uncle wanted, you know, he said, can you touch this subject? Um, you know, Randell, if, you, if you're still on, I'm, I'm going to hit him up. Talk, you know, UFC. Mm-hmm. Let the fans know what's going on. Let them know about tonight's fight. And you do your thug thizzle. Get it. You do your thug thizzle. Get it, son. And let people know why DSTM is the shit. Okay? You know why <laughs> shit. And UFC, when it comes to boxing, as Uncle Roger said, that boy don't know shit about boxing. But Chris do. Tell these people why you the real, Chris. Tell them. Well, we're going to get into a little bit of the fight game, which is uh, always a pleasure of mine. Yes. And uh, we're going to start it off with this MMA stuff. So, I mean, listen, to be quite frank and no hyperbole, just to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, Chris. Talk that shit, Rex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, tonight's fight with uh, Khabib versus Connor probably is the biggest fight ever in UFC. I'm telling you, it's ever. probably the biggest fight ever. I mean, you look, first of all, from a stylistic standpoint, they're both each other's, they're bad matchups for each other, if you understand that. You yes, know what I mean? It's yes, like, yes. so mm-hmm. it's like, 
everything that Connor do is exactly what Khabib does not want to fight. And everything that Khabib does is everything Connor does not want to fight. So from a style standpoint, like it, it I don't know what's gonna happen. I, I'm picking one out. I'm picking Khabib but just because he's been more active. But I, I everybody's gonna go, well the last time you seen Connor, you seen him in a boxing match. And, um, you know, you've seen him fight Floyd, and you've seen him hit Floyd clean, and Floyd didn't budge. But boxing and UFC punching is different. Totally different. It's different. Um, you're talking about people that worked a lifetime just on how to punch. Um, and UFC, you, you know, you got to be well-versed in, 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 in a multitude of different facets. Okay, there we go. Multitude, like that word. Mm-hmm. SAT words. Um, you, you, you do though. You got. You have to be able to go to a bunch of different things. So just because he couldn't knock Floyd out, it was it was real headhunters in boxing that couldn't knock Floyd out. So like, say your breaks, yeah. But but let me tell you something. Connor got something in that left when it comes to UFC that I don't know many that could take it. We and I've seen Khabib get cracked. Mm-hmm. That being said, Khabib has never lost one round, not even a round. Never, mm. he never lost a round. A round. That's crazy. Not a fight because he is undefeated. A round. That's crazy. He's never lost a round. This guy is an animal. You talking about a dude who grew up wrestling bears? That's not That's crazy. And I'm not being facetious. I'm, I'm telling you, there's actual videotape of him when he was like. Eight years old, wrestling bears. That's crazy. See, that's some shit that you hear out of, like, a movie or something. He's some that's real... Crazy. He is some real fucking Drago shit. Like, <laughs> I'm dead serious. Now, yeah. where's he from? Could you Could you get... Russia. That? Okay. No <laughs> said. He's from Russia. I thought he was, like, Middle Eastern, you know? No. Yeah. He got the look, but right. no. Okay. No, 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 no. So, 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 Chris, let me ask you this question, right? Because I always have seen Conor as like a well-rounded fighter, but I know I know that Khabib on the ground. Some well, I, I would I've challenge. Seen, I would I've challenge. seen him kind of do some things. Tell me about I, I that. I would challenge uh, McGregor being a well-rounded fighter. I would okay. say he is the best striker. Okay. Okay. Probably. On the other side of uh, John Jones, but um, he does it in a di- like he's just he does it in a flashy way. Like he's just okay. he does stuff like you don't expect to see. Like in a, he does all of the the highlight stuff. If you were like playing a UFC game, yeah. you wanted to do all of like the flashy type striking. Uh-huh. Like he could just do that normally, mm. like, easy. Like it's nothing to him. So. Um, you know that's 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 what he is. Uh, he's an okay. He's like he's fine on the ground, but he don't want to be on the ground. He want to stand up. You know what I mean? Where it's, it's other people like John Jones. To me, is the most well-rounded UFC okay. fighter. Okay. Like he can kill. He, if you're the best wrestler, he'll out wrestle you. If you're the best striker, he'll out strike you. If you're the strongest guy, he'll be stronger than you. You know what I'm saying? So mm. John Jones is the guy that I put like he's the most well-rounded. But Connor. Okay. Is he's he's highlight man. He's 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 something special. He's something special because it's always flashy. Mm. He, listen, he fought Jose Aldo. Mind you, Jose Aldo was like undefeated. TC talk. Um, fuck it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I, I, I like TC though. Um, you know, Jose Aldo was undefeated. He was the longest reigning and only champ at that time in that division. 
and Connor knocked him out in like six <laughs> seconds. Mm. I mean, yo, he just, he's something special in the octagon. So, you know, as always, even though I, I'm going to pick Khabib, there's always an element of this is Khabib's biggest fight. <laughs> you see Randall talking with David Cubs. It's a bear, Randall. Yeah, like it don't matter. It's a bear. He's, Yo, he's from Ukraine, by the way. Ukraine, Russia, same thing. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Yo, Randall, Randall got a kid, right? Yeah. You, I bet you wouldn't put your kid to wrestle a cub. <laughs> Ain't nobody. I'm not trying to wrestle a cub. And that was a big ass cub. It was big as him. <laughs> I'm not to watch that now. Mm-hmm. I'll pull it up. Yeah, please. Mm-hmm. I'll pull it up. But listen, um, like I said, like I was getting into, there's always an element of, you know, when you're on prime time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's one thing when you're the best fighter and a lot of people are ducking you and you fight whoever and you're not prime time. This is prime time. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay? This is the biggest stage that you're ever going to be on. You'll never get, uh, he, he, nobody he can fight. That he'll get a bigger stage than this at this at this time. There's nobody else. So it's the biggest fight you ever had. It's the biggest stage you ever had. Connor been here. Connor been in bigger. He fought Floyd on a much bigger stage. You know what I mean? So you know he, he got to see how he feels about it. Oh, we got, Randall. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Go ahead. Oh, my man Randall. Thanks for calling into the Don't Shoot Investor podcast, sir. Yes, sir. Yo, wait, wait, wait. Turn your mic up. Turn your mic up. <laughs> Turn your mic up. So, Chad Mendes. Oh, yeah, before Chad, yes. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no short notice. He kept him down. Green Beret? Jesus. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
Well, well, listen. He's or to to uh, Dana White. He's already got that in Woodley. I said to Dana White, he's already got a boring guy in Woodley that nobody can beat. Yeah, and he don't, don't want another guy like that. But that's the sport. That's true. Well, you know, I think Connor, as always, I think Connor kind of walks the line of uh, cocky and confident. So I do believe that he feels that he's going to get enough time standing up where he's going to be able to put some work on uh, Khabib. I do feel that if they stand up for long periods, that Khabib will be in trouble because I think his striking is okay, average, but that's not his game. And that's all Connor game is, is striking. Like, he just, he's got striking for days. And I don't know how Khabib is going to take a left, a clean left from uh, Connor. I, I'll be, I'm, I'm anxious to see, but I don't know how he's going to take it. say he gets tired somewhere around middle second third he's like gassed and and, and sometimes it depends on how much how many strikes he threw in the first round because that's kind of what happened with him and Diaz he threw like he just emptied the arsenal on Diaz and Diaz took it all I mean it was a bloody mess but he took it all and then he was just gassed for the rest of the fight he never caught his breath after that so um you know I'm, I'm anxious to see how he deals with that. I think his stamina is going to be a problem with him for the rest of his career. But, I mean, he rarely, rarely has to put it to the test in MMA where he has to, you know, go five rounds, go longer than two rounds. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> like I said, I'm going to pick Khabib, but I really, really feel that both of them pose big problems for each other. And uh, whoever capitalizes on it, whoever capitalizes on it the most is going to be victorious. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Are you talking about Connor moving up to 170? Yeah, he's, I, he's made the play yeah, that. He's yeah. Like 170 to fight GSP. GSP says, you know, he can do it. Okay, I mean, if he's going to move up to 170 fight GSP, that's a super fight, so I, I understand that. But I hope he doesn't move up to 170 and think he's going to, like, run into, like, Woodley. Because right, I think Woodley is better, just better than Connor. I think. Just better. I mean, I wouldn't say that Woodley is a better striker, but I will say that Woodley has enough power to put him down in one punch. But I would say the combination of... I feel like when I look at Conor, I go great striker, way above average striker, decent wrestler, jiu-jitsu, ground game kind of guy. I look at Woodley, I go great striker, great wrestler, great jiu-jitsu. He just checks off more boxes for me. Than Connor. So if they fought each other at a weight that I don't even think, you know, I don't even think Connor is a 170 guy, I just would put, I would pick Woodley. I mean, I would pick GSP as well, but I mean, I think against Woodley, like he would be in some real danger, like real, real danger against Woodley. Oh, easy. He's, I mean, he's way. He's way too big for to me. He's way too big for uh, for Connor. Pulse. You know he's short. <laughs> Pulse. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. 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 Against uh, Shavinko. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I, I always like UFC's weight divisions, and I, but I don't see a problem with them adding more. It's not like they're going to do what boxing does and, like, separate divisions by five and three pounds. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you, you could add one in-between division between, you know, lightweight and welterweight. I mean, it's still a lot of pounds in between because lightweight is 155. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, welterweight 170, you can fit another one in there, easy. Mm-hmm. You can, yeah. yeah, that's fine. No, no, he should be a light heavyweight for sure. He should be fighting at 205. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he misses weight enough. He should be fighting at 205. <laughs> well. Mm. What do you say, Chris? Uh, I like Khabib by decision. Okay. He wrestles bears. Cubs. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, if you let Randell tell it, just Cubs. Yeah. Just Cubs. If you let Randell tell it. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a little doggy, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little shit, too. If Connor wins, he got the UFC. He's my latest Oh, yes, he does. Mm. Yeah, he do. He's already got plans on... When he wins, because that's how Conor talks, of uh, possibly fighting Anderson Silva. What? Mm-hmm. I mean, at now Anderson Silva, sure. Like, yeah. I mean, Anderson right. Silva's like 100 years old. 100 years old. Mm-hmm. Right? I, mean, I mean, I would still be, don't just go in there swinging against Anderson Silva, but, mm-hmm. like, right. you know, I, he definitely would be the favorite. Now, if this was. Yeah, he did. Like the thing yeah. with Silva now is he's much older. Is reflected. He, I've always looked at Silva as like the UFC's Roy Jones. Mm. Okay. Looked at him like okay. That. Um, but he he's more skilled than Roy Jones. Just I don't want to. Just, I just that's how I looked at him because he a lot of his talent was just he was just so athletic and just so like rubbery. I don't even know like how to. He was just. He was just otherworldly, yeah. He just it, it was nothing you could do. But now that he's come down to earth a little bit, he's he's more on the level with everybody. Cause at one point, it, you just weren't on his level. He was just he was too athletic. He was too fast. He was too. That's where the yeah that that was the Roy yeah. Jones part of him. Un, the difference between him and Roy Jones was when a lot of his you know God given abilities started to dissipate. He still has some stuff to fall back on where Roy Jones' mechanics was just trash. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Right. Knocking somebody out mm. with a front kick with his big toe and shit like that. <laughs> right. Now, y'all gonna have to come and just do a whole segment on MMA, UFC. Yeah, definitely. People love that stuff. Um, it's the whole world out there. So, but Randell, you know, tell you know, tell the people where they can find the quiet conversations at, man. Better and uh, yeah, man. We'll be talking soon, and you know, uh, go pack, go. Oh, he gonna get set down. Right? <laughs> yeah, I hope oh, so he too. Get set down. Right? Well, shut up, man. <laughs> All right, man. You know what? <laughs> um, yeah, man. Uh, but you know, to continue with the fight game. I want to transition right into boxing. Oh. Um, boxing <clears throat> in December. 
Mm-hmm. I know that seems like it's a long way away, but it's not. It's really December not. right now, and for boxing, is kind of positioning itself to be the best month of boxing ever. Why is that? Oh, the fights are out the ass. Why would you say that, Chris? I'll tell you why. <laughs> December 1st, Dante Wilder versus Tyson Fury. Wow. Mm-hmm. Huge fight. Also, same night, Adonis Stevenson is defending his belt. WBC light heavyweight to, uh, belt against the WBC uh, regular. I don't want to get into how belts work. It's a whole complicated thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the WBC super champ is going against the WBC regular champ, mm-hmm. Donna Stevenson versus some Russian guy that I can't even pronounce his name, but I know him. He is really good. Take my take my word for it. All right. uh, next, the week after that. Vasalia <laughs> SP shout out Wilder. We let me tell you something. I'm, let me I'll go right back to that for a second. We gonna find out a lot about Wilder. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. I, I, I thought him versus Luis Ortiz that Luis Ortiz was winning. Luis Ortiz gassed out. Wilder was able to get. Mm-hmm. He Tyson Fury not gonna gas out. Tyson Fury is twenty. No, he's thirty. Luis Ortiz like fifty seven. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, he came over from Cuba, so it, I think his birth certificate say like. 38, but he ain't 38. He like, like legit, probably closer to like 47. But um, we're gonna find a lot about Wilder, how good he really, really is. He said, "Leave him alone." We're gonna find out how good he really is when he go against Tyson, because Tyson poses a bunch of problems for Wilder. It'll be the first boxer he ever fought that was taller than him. Hmm. It'll be the first boxer he ever fought that had a longer reach than him. It'd be the first uh, first boxer he ever fought that is a legitimate A fighter still in his prime. Mm. We're going to find out a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the week after that, we got my favorite fighter right now, Vasily Lomachenko. Mm. Mm. Be fighting. Listen, it really doesn't matter who uh, Lomachenko was fighting because he's always going to be the better guy. Unless it's Terrence Crawford. Mm. He's always going to be the better guy. So it doesn't matter who he's fighting. Um, December 15th, Canelo, Al- uh, Canelo Alvarez returns into ring, and he's moving up to the 168-pound division, okay. super middleweight. Who are you fighting? He's fighting Rocky Feldon. You don't know who Rocky Feldon is? He's a bum. But he will be fighting him, you know, trying to get, uh, you know, trying to expand on his, uh, hmm. you know, his weight class, moving up and stuff like that. Okay. And we okay. got, um, we got, uh, hold on one second, we kind of lost my spot. Um, just disappeared on me. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'll go off the top of my head there because they haven't been uh, officially put up there yet. But anyway, you're going to have uh, you have Sean Porter versus uh, um, Keith Thurman. Mm. In December, mm. you're gonna have uh, Tank versus fucking. Uh, I can't even remember his name right now. He just fought uh, Leo Santa Cruz. Be the biggest fight Tank ever had. Speaking of Leo Santa Cruz, you're gonna have Leo Santa Cruz versus Gary Russell Jr. Mm-hmm. Huge fight. All of this stuff is taking um, place in December. It's gonna be. Tell me, it's gonna be one of the best months of December for boxing. Ever. Well, I will definitely be tuning into those. I cannot wait. Anytime Chris is excited about boxing, I can't wait to hear about boxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Porter, Porter versus um, 
I can't wait to see that. I can't wait to see that. That's the mandatory. That's what um, the WBC ordered for that fight to happen. Also, which might be happening in December, it just hasn't been official yet, Triple G versus Jamel Charlo. Yeah, I heard. Yes, they made they mm. made um, Triple G, and then they got to fight. Then the winner of the that winner is supposed to fight, to fight Canelo. Canelo. Listen, yeah. never take that for that is what it is. But for for Charlo and, and, and Triple G, they have to take this fight because both of them. He has uh, again with the whole regular and super. Uh, Charlo has the regular WBA belt, and. Um, Triple G is the mandatory for the regular. Um, Canelo has the super. Mm. So, yes, they're going to be fighting um, in December, probably late, late December. That date just didn't, have, didn't come out yet. Also, there's a possibility that um, Floyd returns in December. Manny. No, 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 not Manny. Um, he, wants a, he wants a tune-up fight before Manny. Oh. So there's been talks of a lot of people. There's also been talks of Adrian Broner Why? fighting. Um, Why? Yeah, first of all, there's been talks of Adrian Broner fighting Floyd Mayweather. Cool number one. For, for December. But, no, there was a more like, uh, man, who was it? Oh, it was uh, Terrence Crawford versus um, Adrian Broner. Yeah, because Terrence Crawford's fight. The guy he was going to fight Why? failed a drug test. I wish he was in the system. I wish you just close up on my so, face when he said that. Adrian Broner said, you know, not Adrian Broner. Terrence Crawford was like, yo, AB, where you at, though? Where you at, though? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yo, I want it, though. Now I want to see it. So Now uh, I want to see it. Just, just because it's the potential of AB to get some work. Yeah. Also. What? Um, oh God! Earl Spence is supposed to be fighting in December. He he's supposed to he was supposed to be the fight for Sean Porter, mm. but like I said, the WBC has made Sean Porter versus Keith Thurman the mandatory. Now, just with mandatories and the way these things work, just because it was made mandatory, don't mean it's gonna happen. Mm. It's, it's loopholes around things. Mm-hmm. There's exceptions. Um, and it would be for Sean Porter's title. The so people want to see that. Though. If Keith Thurman don't want to fight, it don't affect Sean Porter. Then Sean Porter can fight whoever he wants. Okay. So you know, just the stars fight who they want. Just just make it really simple. Mm-hmm. It, it can be mandatory, whatever, whatever. They fight who they want. So that's why I said with the winner of Triple G, Jamel Charlo, they would then become the mandatory for Canelo. But Canelo could do whatever you want. He could say, I want to take that fight or I don't want to take that fight. They will concede to him. Trust mm-hmm. me. So, you know, that's that's that. But I think personally now we should start and get into these top fives. Mm. Well, I think we should end it and then come back. Nah, I know nah, because everybody think that it's going to be sports. So it's going to take two seconds to just end it and come All back. All right. All right? What are we doing? So we're going to do our regular, you know, um, Ending and then we're gonna right. come back and we're gonna do our top five comedy move. Okay, we're gonna do that. So, Woo. you are on with us. Oh, y'all ain't tell your boy this one. Yeah, um, there ain't no problem. Yeah, there ain't no problem. Tank is supposed to fight. Um, God damn, I'm gonna get you to. I don't, I'm flaking on his name right now. I got like so many things going on in my head and I can't remember. Abner Mars. 
Tank is supposed to fight Abner Morris. And if people don't know who Abner Morris is, Abner Morris was the legit king of um of the one twenties, uh the one twenty sixth division until uh Leo Santa Cruz and Gary Russell and them boys came along. He's got three losses on his resume, two of them from Leo Santa Cruz. Mm. So listen, I'm not a huge fan of Tank, but this <laughs> I don't know if he can hang with Adam Morris. Adam Morris is elite level, and he's never fought an elite level fighter. So we're going to find a lot out about him. All right. Well, with that being said, thanks again for tuning into another edition of Don't Shoot the Best, the podcast. I'm your boy, Professional Sutton. Hold on. Stop. Is it Randell, you just asked the question. Randell got to wait. Randell got to wait. I just. Okay, go ahead. Does go Wendy ahead. beat GSP in his prime? No. I'm your boy, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> and it's your boy, the Rock Report, Jersey. Hey.